Hey everybody, Chad Daniels here just again. Uh, you know, I got dates coming up and since uh, I'm off of Pandora and that was my main advertising tool, I'm really taking the advantage of having a podcast here. But um, also you can follow me on TikTok. We'll talk about this in a little bit, but I'm, uh, I don't know. I might be the new TikTok uh, celebrity. We don't know about that. But Dallas, Addison Improv, July 22nd, 23rd. Omaha, Nebraska coming up. I'm just going to read the cities. Kansas City, Oxnard, California, Brea, California, Arlington, Washington, Boise, Idaho, Tempe, Arizona, Denver. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. Philadelphia, Birmingham, Huntsville, Nashville, New York City. Get a rope. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Madison, Austin. Anyways, that's it for the year. And, uh, uh, Cy, do you have anything? Hi. Uh, we have a Patreon and sure we do and right now on the patreon it went up late last week is a brand new questions episode it's a full video episode of chad and i answering your guys's weird questions hay bales is on it asking the questions it's a whole bunch of fun and we think you'll enjoy it just like we think you'll enjoy this episode when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, thanks for coming back. Thank you for joining my social media conglomerate TED Talk. I've put two videos that a young Trey Lamb from Salt Lake City has sent me. I've put them up online and I'm a TikTok whiz and I'm on Facebook Reels. Uh, so many views, I don't know what to do. It's not really that many. But still, for me, it's a lot. And across from me, as always, is the man who brought it to my attention yesterday, Cyrus Hominson. I'm just happy to be here to suckle at the teat of the content king. Give me that sweet viral milk, daddy. <laughs> if you want to suckle on a teat, you came to the right spot, my friend. You dagam right I did. Yeah, chatty daddy went, uh, man, welcome to, hey, can you imagine a funnier situation than two elderly bitches who spent an entire episode of their show complaining about social media. Then yesterday, spending all day texting back and forth because one of them had one of their clips get almost a million views. Oh, maybe this internet thing ain't so bad. Uh, listen, guys, I'd like to, uh, you know, sometimes you say stuff and you want to take it back, and this is one of these times. I love social media. It's the greatest, and uh, we're the king. I don't know what happened because I've, I've never had anything come that close, and uh, it was just really silly when you texted me because I didn't know anything about it. I just put them on there and I never check because I just don't care. Mm -hmm. That tracks. But then it turns out I do care. You ca I think you because care Because when, when you texted me that number, I went, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, so that was, and by the way, that's not even, 
There are other wait, people. Wait, can you tell everybody the funny part? You went, it did really well, and you had a giant, hilarious old man typo in it. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I posted it right when I woke up yesterday because this kid, like I said, so I went to Salt Lake City, met this Trey Lamb kid there. Not kid, sorry, man. It's just, you know, I'm old, so I call everybody a kid. Yeah. And uh, this this guy's a whiz. He knows how to. He knows what the internet wants. He knows what the <laughs> he knows what the internet wants, and does a great job of putting these videos together. And then all I have to do, which honestly was hard the first time, but now that I've done it twice, it's pretty easy. All I have to sentence. do is put them on the put the put the, on the internet and write a sentence. And I wasn't able to because <laughs> I I think I combined. I st- I go. Should I put this or this? And I go. I guess both at the same time. And that's what I did. So, um, but anyways, uh, you know, listen, follow me on TikTok. I'm about to be the king. You heard it here, folks. Follow the whiz man with the help of his whiz boy, whiz kid uh, on TikTok. I love it. You know, I don't, I want to talk about anything else in the world. But one thing we didn't talk about last week when we were talking about hot people on social media was uh, this phenomenon it's just this is a sequel to last week's episode. It's just a little phenomena. Phenomena. Is that Muppet? Are you doing the Muppet song? I am doing the Muppets because you said phenomenon, and it always makes me think. Phenomena. The have you ever heard Tools version of the Muppet song? That's not important right now. No, it kind of is. Is it? Yeah, it's I. Oh. Yeah. Hey, spoiler alert! Guess what this episode's gonna end with. No, maybe now we throw a wrench in it. <laughs> wrench, tool, menomena, Chad. Whoa, I'm going to get hammered. Listen to me, Wiz King. On the, on the social media, the hot people, sometimes if you see a hot person on social media and you click on their page, they have a, a, like a link tree. Like if you go to our page, you can click on a link tree our Instagrams, and it takes you to all the places you can download middle of somewhere, right? And Ooh, I don't think online, but keep going. I mean, you better. <laughs> and Sorry. so you're supposed to be the, the whiz king. So I, so a lot of hot people have one of those, and you can click on them. Sure. And a lot of them, you know, they'll have like a bunch of different links. Usually one of those links is OnlyFans. If you are like, I wonder what this person's butt looks like. You can usually sure. get that there. But there is some of them, it's fascinating. You can click on their link tree, and all it is is an Amazon wish list or a Venmo, where it's just like... Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. We're just like, hey, I'm hot, and you clicked on a link. Give me the things I want. It, and I, I, I'm really curious. I want to just start messaging them like, hey, do you get any of this stuff on your Amazon wish list for being hot? It's crazy. And what, so what are some of the things? I mean, it's basically like they're, it's a wedding registry, right? Yeah, it's like a, it's, yeah, it's a hot person registry. It's an I'm hot registry. That's exactly so what it is. So it's like, does. I need, I only have 14 pairs of Lululemons. And so it's like, I always wanted 15. And when my dad left and I started lifting, that's what I hoped for. Who's this character? I love this character. It's uh, this person that I, I followed. So I follow a photographer, very talented out of Minneapolis. And she always takes photos of people at a gym. 
Sure. And so I fall, I follow her. And then there's this one person who I followed because of these artistic pictures, but then it became this self suck fest where it is just, it's, it's kind of the person I was talking about last week as well. It's just the three different selfies with a self-help quote being read by a robot. Sure. And then if you click, I was thinking that there was going to be like an artistic picture thingy and you could, and then it's just like, uh, she sells onesies that she makes that she screen prints. And I was like, this is kind of a weird, everybody a weird who clicks those link trees is like, let's see if this person has an only fans. That's the only reason anybody clicks those. Do they I have would never, an only I'm not going to go on an only fans because, uh, I feel like there's going to be a list. Here's, here's what happens when you're old like me. You don't trust technology, especially, you know, you get, let's say, let's say that you've had your identity stolen by a family member, right? Sure. And then you'd start to not trust others. Okay. And so, um, you know, you work on it, but there are times where you go, oh, if I click this, I'm definitely going to be on a list that is exposed in the next year. So I try not to do any of that stuff on the internet. You know, I still read, uh, I still read Penthouse Letters, the Penthouse Forum. Sure, that sounds cool. Well, you don't have to think it's cool, but I, uh, you know, there's a lot of a uh, lot of great writers in the forum. Dear Chad, uh, the point it's is, never personal. I uh, I'm I'm not a I'm fascinated by. The construct of OnlyFans. I think just like anything else, where the sex is, the human trafficking follows. And I think if you're someone who uh, is not doesn't watch porn, that's a big for a lot of people. That's a big part. By the way, there's some community out there that doesn't watch porn. They're called. Uh, it's like NoFap. Have you seen that? Now here, I'm about. You want to hear somebody talk about something that they have zero education about? Like I mean zero i saw this i just i just spent two and a half years doing that but okay i'm ready hit me i saw this in passing because i was reading a thing about wet dreams in adults right okay so just a second i I just want to make sure i have this let's track all of it let's bring it all together yep you came across what you're about to tell us because you, on purpose, were reading things about wet dreams. Yeah, correct. Gotcha. Yes, yes. And do you have any questions about that, or would you like me to continue? Because the floor is open. I know everything there is to know about wet dreams. Okay. Did you know adults can have them? I sure do. Did you know that soldiers have them when they go overseas? Because you're supposed to at least blow... Probably every two to three weeks, and if you don't, your I body think, has to get I rid of it. I literally think we've discussed this. I think this is we may been, maybe have. We're just doing a. We're just doing a. Now we're just like every. Oh, that's right, Jack Shack. Yeah. that's right. We got the Jack Shack. We're that's like right. we're yeah. just like every single uh, movie that comes out now. We're just doing a a new version of an old episode. Have you seen Maverick? Uh, no, I'm not going to watch that. Hey guys, we always thought that the show was going to end because one of us was going to die or go to prison or whatever, but I think this might be it because I'm not going to fuck you. I'm not going to watch that. Get out of here. Go to a theater. If you have to rent it, 
So just you and your friends can go and sit in different spots. You have to go to this thing in the theater. Why do I have to? What if I don't care about Top Gun? What if that's the person I am? You You specifically took the song from Top Gun for your boat video. Don't tell me you don't care about Top Gun. Everybody cares about Top Gun. God damn it, Thomas Cruz, you have done it again. If you're listening, I know you're not, but I hope this gets to you. What an what an unbelievable film. I sp- I'm still jacked. I got hard nipples thinking about you not going. You ready to oh, sign up? Dude. You ready to sign up? You gonna be a fighter pilot? You jacked? You ready to go? Do you think? Are you kidding? You think- when I was younger, when I hold on, when I was younger, we went to that movie and couldn't wait for it to warm up so we could walk around and play volleyball in jeans with no shirt and aviator sunglasses. We were 12 fucking years old, and so. I don't take my shirt off to shower sometimes. You know, I got a thing. But I almost took my shirt off just and walked around my yard because I was so jacked up about this movie. I don't know why I thought of this uh, when you said the volleyball scene. I think the last time I was on a sand volleyball court, I had, do you remember back when uh, I was still healthy? Yeah. Are you going to talk about when I beat you in sports? I am not going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Do you remember back when I was so healthy that I had a million ideas and only two of them were good, but I did all the other ones except the two good ones? Yeah. Yep. I had this idea. I went to this old costume shop in LA and I got a moose costume. Okay. Like a full, everything, the whole body. The hands were hooves, the big antlers, everything, but there was an opening for my face. It was like one of those little kid costumes. And hey, everybody, thanks for listening. So I'm full moosed. And the idea was there's a comic from Minneapolis named Chris Knutson. Uh, yep. Very funny dude. Short, yep. uh, big beard, baldish, very much looks like a tiny hunter. And so... I brought the moose costume to Minnesota. We dressed him up in a hunter's outfit, and we just went around town with me, him, and Joel filming him chasing me through public places at full speed. (laughs) (laughs) I hate more than anything that I'm laughing and, and supporting this after your fucking ridiculous decision about top gun but anyways that is very funny what we and then he sometimes he would catch me and we would do little slap fights and then i would run away again but we were on the u of m campus the university of minnesota and we were running around like running through crowds and shit and then there was this big like volleyball sand court volleyball game going on and we ran through one of the games and then the ball hit the ground. So in the moose costume, I picked up the ball and tried to grab it. And <laughs> one of the kids got so pissed off about it. Like, I didn't expect anybody. To that point, no one had gotten in the way of us. They'd, like, overreacted, but no one had tried to stop us. Because who's going to stop a guy in a moose costume and a hunter? But no one, no one was going to stop the two adult psychos running through a children's volleyball game. Uh, in a moose costume and a hunter's outfit. But one of the kids like tried to grab, and I got into this wrestling match on the sand volleyball court with this young boy over a volleyball. So 
I don't know exactly what the opposite of Top Gun is, but I think it is that. Uh yeah, I mean, you should have gone to jail several times, <laughs> young boy. What are we? What are, you, what are we talking about here? I mean, he's a he's a he's a college boy. Oh, okay. So you're just like I call everybody kid. You call everybody. Yeah, he's a whiz boy, boy, just like you were talking about. He's a whiz boy. Your I new internet you. whiz boy. Yeah, that makes sense. I went to the wedding, and I saw I saw pictures of the wedding. Fucking bingo. I saw pictures of the wedding, and it—it uh, it was great. You look thin. You look thin. I feel. <laughs> yeah, I get it. We're, not you. You know that I'm not talking about you. I understand what you're saying. There were several things that happened at this wedding, to which you are referring is my decision to wear linen pants on a hot day, and, and no panties, and let some. No, there were there were. I had I had boxer briefs on or boxer sh- or uh, what well, yeah boxer briefs are those the ones that are those are the ones I wear right you'd know I don't think so because boxer briefs keep your dink close to your body that's how that's why you wear them that's that, that's the brief part well then I need to talk to my boxer brief guy because he's been selling me nonsense <laughs> he's been selling you normal boxers so uh, yeah I posted a picture on the internet that I thought was funny of me and my wife and then I put my phone away because I was at a family wedding and then several hours later I picked my phone up and I had a message from my friend Jill that just said perv and there was a zoom in of the very, very clear outline of my penis in linen yeah. pants. And yeah. uh, and so that was part of the, I did take it down. It wasn't, it was very, it was both, I think the heat gave me a flattering, you know, somewhat of a flattering length, but an unflattering width. And I mean, no one needs to see my penis anyway, but, uh, right. but yeah, it gave me, uh, well, when, when you stretch out gum, you know what happens. I mean, you don't, you don't keep your girth, you don't, the gum doesn't keep its girth. It, it's only got so much, you know? So when you, a lot of people get a heavy heart at a wedding, got a heavy head and it pulled it down and skinnied out your dink and that's, and you sent a picture to the world and that's, that's what happens. It did send a picture to the world. The... Greg, wedding Greg, was on full display. Now, he did not spill a drink on me. I've gotten a lot of questions about that. Wow, interesting. But you got to understand, it's been a while since we've been at a wedding together, and I don't move around a lot, so I'm not on the dance floor as much, so he doesn't have as much opportunity. He did, however, he walked over. We were over by the bar, Ethan and I, and he comes over, and he goes, well, I did it. He, he not only did he spill a drink on the dance floor, he dropped the glass and shattered it. Oh, that's a that's a bad beat because so many people and and I'm gonna say especially women are sick of wearing their shoes. Yep. That they go out and just expect people to sprinkle cornmeal so they can do the whatever fucking dance you know. Yeah. The tootsie roll, and. Uh, and now there's glass all over because of uh, stupid wedding, Greg. You went, you went with Tootsie Roll. That's how yeah. I know. I know you're older than me, but you went with Tootsie Roll. Yeah. What, what am I supposed to go with? I don't know. I mean, got the Macarena. You had to have still been but, young when the Macarena came out. But the I fucking don't, chicken dance is t- for every age. The Tootsie but Roll. But I'm not talking about yeah the Tootsie Roll. I'm talking about these are just. They play this. It's not like I'm doing them at my house getting ready. They do these at every wedding. I just thought that was a funny, 
you're like, your brain went, Chad, pick a wedding song that's popular, your Tootsie Roll. You know when they do the Tootsie Roll? Every single, every single. How about Footloose? Okay, that'd have been great. Gotta cut yeah, loose. People wanna, people wanna kick up their Sunday shoes. Ooey, Louie. Now let me tell you something. Was the woman that I saw sitting in the corner with her foot in the air while her boyfriend helped her with no shoes on, do I think that was a sprained ankle? No, I do not. Do no, of course not. It's a laceration that requires butterfly stitches. <laughs> so Wedding Greg, Wedding Greg got wild, shattered a glass. He was fun to be around. I, let me give you the only thing that you'll probably care about. So okay. because of how my shoulders work, I don't wear a lot of tight fit button up suit coat shit. I'm not wearing that shit. So I've got on like a stretchy, nice polo. It does have little palm trees on it, and I'm wearing the linen pants and sandals. So I, and because of sure. my face, I look like I'm going to a concert where Kid Rock is doing Jimmy Buffett songs. That's what I look like. Okay. But I'm comfortable, and I'm in the nicest yeah. shirt I've worn in quite some time. Okay, good. But everybody else there is to the nines and tens. So it's a bunch of suits and nice dresses, and old Unk in his, uh, in his Caribbean attire. And so they, the wedding's outside, and then we come inside this big, beautiful ballroom, and we're kind of, we're seated at a table closest to the dance floor. So it's not like we're the center of attention, but everybody behind me can see me, and everybody on the other side can see me. Whereas if you're one of the tables near the back of the room, like, no one can really see you at all, you know, there's, there's, you're, you're kind of sure. hidden away. We are not hidden away. And because of how my low back works, we bring this blue pad. It's this big square blue pad. It's a few inches thick, set it down, and it makes it so I can sit down without having a lot of issues in my low back because I, I don't, it's hard for my, you know, I'm tall, and so a lot of times you sit, you go below 90 degrees. Does that make sense? Sure, yeah. So, uh, we have this blue pad, we use it outside, then we're coming in, we're going to go sit down and have dinner, and so I'm walking around doing all sorts of shit, and so I'm late. I'm like one of the last people to filter into the dining room, so everybody's already sitting, and so I have to sure. walk in. It's beautiful white tables, white chairs. The, the, their last name is in these big, beautiful letters on the dance floor that are lit up with light bulbs. It's like at white, bright, beautiful, and then there's my big blue booster seat, and I walk in <laughs> in front of it. What, what were you doing outside? Were you adjusting your dick so everyone could see it? So I go in and I sit down in this booster seat. And Greg's kid, Elin, was in the wedding, baby Ellen. And she is, she has a name tag at our table, even though she went home in between the ceremony and the reception. Okay. So... They give you your food by name tag, and she's a kid, so she gets a kid's meal. And they decided to feed all the children first, yeah. which I think is a smart move. But I think it's a great move. when Elon was no longer there, they removed her chair. Somebody at our table removed her chair, and her name tag, she was supposed to sit next to Jenna, so now her name tag is smushed up next to my name tag. So I'm in these... Non. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
yes. I'm sitting in these very non-common wedding clothes in what looks like a booster seat. And then they bring around and put a fucking plate of chicken fingers in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, here you go, big kid. So I, uh, I'm sure everybody <laughs> in the other family was like, oh, look it. Ellie's uncle made it to the wedding. Good for him. <laughs> Did you like your chicken fingers, Uncle Sai? Were they yum yum? Like, that's how I felt. Every little thing is going to be all right. <laughs> so but it was good so funny to me it was good it was a really beautiful wedding a lot of positivity a lot of really really nice people it was i don't have a funny bit beyond that it was great well good i um i got a massage recently okay and i haven't had a massage in i don't even guess five years Mm -hmm. and um i fell asleep twice and i was snoring one of the times, and I uh, passed some gas while I was getting this massage. Bob, I was so that one is a bummer. No, I know. I know. And this lady told me about all of it, and I was like, I swear to God, this has never happened before. I am so, so – you're just good at your job. I don't know what to tell you. And then when on my drive home, I was thinking back to my last massages, and – I, I don't want to harp on this because this is a positive thing, but I have had, you know, I, I, I look at myself in not always a flattering light and, and I'm, I've been working on it for a long time. So I think that's changing now because I was like, of course you never fell asleep in your last massages. You, do you know how many massages I have flexed my way through? Every single one of them. It's like, oh, wow, I can't, uh, I can't get this knot out. And it's like, because I'm fucking flexing because I'm scared I don't know what the problem was with dudes, with women. If it was a dude that came in, I was like, just in case he wants to fucking flex up, I better get there first. Uh, and then with a with a woman, I'm just like, well, I'd hate for her to to be able to press into my body. I mean, dude, you know how many massages I have ruined by just being myself? And so this last massage, she goes, Wait, hold, on. People get f- hold on, I'd like to unpack that for a second. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. That, I know, I know the Wiz King is an insecure baby. But that is, it's not just that that's an insecurity baby, because it is. That's like, whether it's, I don't want them to think I'm not strong. I don't know. I don't want to, we're not going to go too deep into that. But Yeah, let's not. But, but you, we, we can't because I'm flexed. You can't get too deep. <laughs> I don't quite understand... Like, they understand how the bike... Can you imagine being a masseuse who just goes... Like, she knows you're flexing. A, you're probably no holding question. your breath. B, no question. there's no way she's like, hmm, tight. Like, Chad, I need you... That's, that's like a guy who's trying to prove something that no one needs him to prove. They're like... Welcome to my fucking twenties and thirties, Brett. Did they... Did any of the therapist... Uh, did any of the massage therapists be like, hey, I have... I have, Chad, after you finish here, I have a friend who talks to people like you. Think about it as like a massage for your emotions. Did anyone ever? No, but there were so many times where they would go, oh, I need you to loosen up a little bit. And it's like, I'm loose. Hey, I'm loose. (laughs) Just like, I don't get looseness. This is how loose I am. I guess I just got hard muscles. Massage them. (laughs) 
I mean, I I fucking laughed for a full day, obviously not in a row, but every time I would think about it, I started giggling at the wasted money and and hey, do you know how many of those massage therapists I uh, got their number or slept with or anything? Zero of them. I don't know. I don't know. And I, it was never about that, but it was just so, I don't know. I just, because I always picture, and then maybe it's because I grew up with friends that would do anything for me, absolutely loved me, but were such assholes to each other. Okay. And I was included in that. And so... It's like my brain thought these massage therapists were just going to call their friends immediately when I left and be like, oh, my God, you're not going to believe this. This guy's muscles were so malleable. Ugh. I have his number and his, his uh, email address if you guys want to tease him. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking, but what a waste of so many massage opportunities. I mean, I went through... As you've seen, as per I, when I don't wear a shirt, I have wider hips than a man should have. I, uh, I look like I'm hosting a birthing canal, for sure. I don't know that about you, but I'll trust you. I do. I had, and when, as a young boy, people were ruthless about my hips. When he was a young warthog. They were ruthless about uh about the hips that split out from the sides of my body and so i don't know if you've ever seen someone at a gym trying to figure out how to widen their torso by lifting weights it's not an easy task so i understand I bet not i feel like it's a lot of bending to the side it do- and nothing does it you can't be like hey could you give me a wide? i want the wide torso there's no there's no tybo wide torso and so there's a reference for you. I, uh, yeah, no kidding. Oh, wow. Did you do the Tootsie Roll afterwards? So I, I understand the insecurity, but it's, I mean, it just had to have been exhausting to flex your way through a massage. I mean, imagine how uh, you leave a massage feeling much worse. Trust me when I say that. <laughs> it's like your muscles hurt from being pressed on at their hardest stage. <laughs> sure. It's, it sucked. But this one, this one was better despite yeah, so she told the me. gas. Yeah. Yep, she told me, she goes, not a lot of people can do a massage for 60 minutes because they get fidgety. She goes, I think you could go 90. And I said, you want me back after all that happened? She goes, it's so nice to see someone. It makes me feel like I'm good at my job and it makes me feel great about my procedure and everything when, when people are that relaxed. And I was like, done deal, let's do it. Did you, so, did you fart in I'm your sleep? I'm going back for 90. What? Did you fart in your sleep or were you awake for the fart? I, it was when I was sleeping. And I don't, I don't know if it was like a, an aggressive whatever. And Jay, you know, she could have been lying. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's good. She could be good she, salesmanship. She, she, she could have been lying for another, a bigger tip where I'm like, oh, so also, here's an extra. Here's an extra 10 20, for me ripping yeah. into your room oh. there. Yeah, no kidding. So you're going to go for the 90. I'm going to go 90. And uh, again, I'm going to lay there just real, real still and real calmed and let her do her actual job. Just two months from now, Chad, how are those massages going? We don't go to those anymore. What happened? <laughs> shit my pants. Shit my pants. <laughs> shit my sleep right in the middle of the massage. I, uh, I could, you know what? I, I'm a bit, here's a question for you. Here's a hypothetical. Yeah, you could have, do you like a good, People have different words for them. Some people call them tinglies. 
some people call them the tickles, like back tickles, where somebody takes just the tips of their fingers and just yeah. barely, they give you the goose bumps, or as weirdos yeah, call they, it, the goose pimples. Yeah, they just get they just get your hair follicles. Yeah. Or not hair follicles, but they just get the, the little tiny, teeny hairs. Yeah, you a fan of that? Big, big fan. Yeah. Big fan, also a big fan. So here's my question. You can either have, multi-questions. If you had to pick between getting to have sex or getting an hour of back tickles, what are you picking? Just back tickles? Can they go full body? Yeah, it could be full body. It could be backs of the leg. No genitalia, no sexual pleasure in it, but they can go backs of the legs, fronts of the legs. And I'm, and I'm paying this person. So I don't have to feel I don't have to feel bad that they are receiving no joy out of this. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's yeah, it's a job for them. You are not paying the yeah. person for sex. The sex yeah. is consensual. No, no. Consensual, sex is consensual non consensual non transactional. Yep, and I'm I'm going to pick the hour of back. Not even close. Why has no one opened Maybe we've talked about this before, but why has no one opened a back tickle parlor? Because it's too it's too close to sexual. Even though you know who here's the thing, and this is great. You know who got me going on it? My grandmother. It's my she was mine a whiz too. At it. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. My great. grandma. My grandma was German, and when she was older, had like hairy knuckles, and so she could she could drag her hairy knuckles over your little tiny back hair. Come on, man. Felt great. I didn't even need air conditioning. I thought we were going to have something very much in common, uh, but because my grandma used to do that to my brother Greg and I when we were little, but it for sure had nothing to do with knuckle hair. I'm, I know women have all the same hair spots as men, but you don't hear a lot yeah. of, uh, you don't hear a lot of knuckle haired gals out there. Well, no, no, no. I mean, tiny, teeny, tiny hairs. Okay. So this is like... like the fingernail and the middle knuckle. Okay. Little tiny hairs that come up, and she would use those hairs. No, no, yeah, she's not fucking climbing trees <laughs> or being spotted in the Pacific Northwest in a blurry picture. <laughs> she just has little tiny hairs, and she's using those to go over my hairs, yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good back tickle. I do, too. And, you know, again, if, it's, if you don't feel like you owe the person any sort of gratification afterwards... Yeah, I would take that because you don't get a lot of people that'll spend an hour just tickling you. And to your question of why hasn't somebody opened a parlor, mm -hmm. I think it's it's too close to there's going to be boners involved. Sure. It, it's too close to that. And so I think. But maybe if you're that's above why. board about that and you don't like I mean, if you just know what you're getting into, you just have to run your business as a tight ship. I think we should look into opening America's first Tickle Me Parlor. And we have to be careful because I, I haven't done a ton of research on this, but I got to imagine the tickle fetish world is, is wild. Sure. You know, so you're probably right. But then, I mean, don't you think there are people who have massage fetishes? Well, clearly Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I don't has think that's a huge. A, I mean, I don't know if that's a fetish a, as much as it well, is. Well, yeah, what a fucking dildo. Piece of shit, I yeah. mean, so so this is a guy that's getting massages. I'm going to say allegedly, even though I want you to know I am an ally for this, but I allegedly just because I don't need anything happening. He gets a massage and then like flips his dick over, 
and tries to put it in different holes. And it's like, that's from a massage. So just imagine these businessmen that hire you to come to their hotel for a, a fucking back tickle. No, I, mean, I, I think you got to have a brick and mortar store. It's a brick and mortar tickle me parlor. You know, you got to have, uh, you get your security camera. I think you could do it on the up and up. You got to do it. Here, here's what I, yeah, here's what I think you should do. You go, so when Pete Lee and all Tom men. Segura and I. All men. What about all men? Every, here's the, here's my question. Do you, because it doesn't, it doesn't even remotely bother me at all. Does the, in the sex versus tickle scenario, even though you are a straight fella, if I tell you the tickler, big straight, big straight guy or big fella, regardless of his orientation, is it, does it, are you still going the tickles or are you going back to sex? Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah, I'm stuff. sticking that with tickles. Me. So maybe I'm sticking with. T- I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm like a three or a four on the Kinsey scale. Maybe it it's matter. you just learned what the Kinsey scale is. <laughs> I learned about it one month ago, and I've been doing extensive research. So don't even fucking start with. I. Me. But that is just so we we. I didn't know I wasn't allowed to reference things I just learned about. Well, just that conversation. You sent me a random text to ask me at what the if I knew what the Kinsey scale was. And I just thought you were going to tell me where you thought I was on that scale. And I just thought I was walking into a bit. So I, I remember when you no, learned I think about everybody, I think everyone chooses their own thing. I don't, you don't get to assign value on the Kinsey scale. That's, that's ridiculous. I understand. I understand. Listen to me. You listen to me, motherfucker. I don't care if it's a big dude tickling my back. I don't give a I shit. Want, I, I'm all in on big dude. Maybe the brick and mortar tickle me parlor is you it's it's gender gender correct you like or gender to gender so it's men for men women for women maybe that gets you out of the some of the i mean and then you have the sexuality of you know i get it i think you yeah i think you need to do i think it's the the customer chooses sure right well that's whatever they're comfortable that's always dangerous but here's what i think so when pete lee and tom segura and i went to hong kong Segura wanted to buy a fake watch. Sure. And so he found someone and they go, yeah, it's one block away. Well, it wasn't. We were in the main on the main street. It was like five blocks away into trouble, into the trouble neighborhood. And we walked upstairs and on the landing, there was a big puddle of blood. So someone had been beaten right outside the door. Good. And we we walk in. And we hear no less than six locks unlock when they do the secret door knock. Woof. We walk in. There's two other doors in the room, both being guarded by armed men. And we're sitting in there, and Segura is fucking negotiating prices. And I'm like, dude. And he goes, well, you know, maybe I don't need a watch. And I looked at him. I was like, bitch, you better buy a fucking watch. We're, what is happening? The last guy that came up here and didn't buy a watch left a pint of blood on the stairs. So you need to dial it in. And he ended up getting Christina like a handbag or something. I'm like, I hope that's good enough. I hope that's good enough because I, I, we're going to get beaten. Well, it turns out this place also sold drugs. And that's what the thing was. Yeah, that's, so, that tracks. That makes, yeah. makes sense in terms of the six locks. Yeah, no kidding. But... Yeah, I think uh, I think so. You just have you just have armed guards in there, just so you know. I mean, I, listen, you're going to be a little tense, but hopefully the back tickle helps. Maybe it's like one of those, 
one of those things where it exacerbates the feeling because... Oh, there's some danger around. Yeah, absolutely. Or there's some authority around, maybe. I, uh, my brother Greg had somebody walk into his pharmacy and hand him a piece of... No, I'm not going to tell that story. I can't. I'll get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I mean, everyone. Every single person knows exactly what happened right now. The... What else you got? End the show. Figure out. Where are we going? Live on-air on air staff meeting. What happens On-air staff meeting. I went to a NASCAR race. You did go to a NASCAR race. I had never, I had never even watched NASCAR on television. Sure, correct. And uh, Andy Combs is the chef for the Stuart Haas racing team. Okay. And he got me into this race, VIP, all access, all of this shit. It was 103 degrees. And I don't know if you know about racetracks, but they, they don't keep the trees because they need parking and they need uh, no trees to run into. So it's open skies, 103 degrees. It's hot. But I will tell you, everyone was so, so amazing and welcoming. First of all, the let me tell you about the 45-minute Uber ride. Because I thought the race was in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And turns out it was exactly 45 minutes away from Nashville, Tennessee, where I was staying. Correct. And so I'm dri- we're driving, and the guy puts in, he's like, oh, hey, you're my, you're my first customer. And then he's like looking, and he goes... Oh, um, you guys are going here. I need to, uh, wow. I wonder if it's going to be busy over there when I get there. And I saw, we thought he was going to like not bring us. But anyways, the first thing he does is he finds a YouTube clip of church. And I was just like, come on, man. I know it's Sunday morning, but this is, and he's like, now he's driving on an interstate trying to find the clip of church that he wants in his hand in his hand and so i was trying to be i was trying to be polite i was trying to dial it in but the fact is it was really starting to bother me yeah, that you was better the last stop time looking he, for church yeah. or you're gonna meet the guy who came up with church you know yeah, yeah, <laughs> i love how you just go your head was bouncing you're like you know you know uh so and it, it bums me out because, like, I don't want to listen to 45 minutes of church. I, give me anything else. Give me something I don't know about on a YouTube clip. I don't need to listen to 45 minutes of something I've already denounced. And I listen, I don't care if you're a God person. I hope you don't care that I'm not. We should still get along. But it's like, I don't want to hear it. So anyways, it's a long trip. Can't wait to Turns the federal out, courts do something about people like you. The guy's super awesome. Because we had to find the credential office, and he had to drive all over this speedway, and it's fucking huge. I mean, it is unbelievable. And so we get to credentials, walk in, everything's going great. Well, we get to, we have access to everything. So cut to the race, the pit crew of this team is letting us in. So I meet this guy named Shane Papala, who is the guy that takes the... I mean, we, I, don't, I didn't know anything about NASCAR, and now I know I feel like I know everything. Yeah. They used to have five rivets per tire. Now they just have one in the middle. Okay. Not, they're not clearly rivets, but 
Um, and you just so you take that off. So there's just one in the middle, and and Shane's the guy that does that. He's the these guy. Yeah, he's the. And they are so fucking fast at doing this. So there is a Jack man who is traditionally an ex NFL player or some sort of gigantic athlete. Sure. Because they asked me, they were like, hey, you should pick up this tire. And I go, all right. And I thought it was going to be super heavy. It's 55 pounds, doable. Then you pick up another one on both sides because that's what the jack man has to carry. He carries two tires and a jack. Jumps over the wall. He get, he kind of drops the two tires to the people that are replacing them. And then he jacks the car up in one, one fail swoop. Just bing! And the car's up. Well, then they, they asked me to lift, lift the gas can. It's about 100 pounds. Lifted that, no problem. I was like, I could be in the pit. No big deal. Sure. Then I tried the jack and almost bounced off the fucking thing. It didn't move one inch. It was the hard. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, it's, and so He's literally lift. He's like a pregnant mom whose first son is yeah. under the tires. That's the shit. He's lifting a car off the ground in one swoop. Yeah, it, it was it was crazy. And so the first so you, and the energy in the pit when it's a when they're about to pit is crazy. People are like sticking their hand far away from their body. Think like a Nazi salute, but lower okay. right parallel with the ground. And they're kicking their hand because they're stretching out. There are these giant men that the whole time they're holding a tire and they're rotating and, and acting out, putting it on the car because they're trying to activate those muscles. I mean, it's fucking intense. I thought this thing was going to be a hee-haw convention <laughs> where people just had a piece of fucking straw hanging out of their mouth going, guess we got to get the tires off. It is. These, it, these human beings are incredible athletes. Yeah. Incredible. And so... They're just everybody's fucking stretching. One dude's doing pull-ups on the on like the the above the pit. There's a thing called the pit box where the pit boss sits so he can see the track better. And you can sit up there with headphones and you can hear all the interactions from the driver and the spotter and the pit boss. And so this guy's doing pull-ups off that, getting excited. And now I'm getting jacked up. It's 103 degrees and I somehow have hard nipples because I am fucking fired up for this shit. I'm fired up. You know, like when you're really hot and you like in Denver or something and you look up and there's a snow covered mountain and you're like, well, how the fuck is this going on? That's what I felt like. It was with hard nips, a hundred, I'm sweating. And so we're, they're about to pit. They got the little sign, the little that they hold out, so the driver knows how far to drive up to, sure. like the tennis ball in your garage. And so, I'm getting jacked up, and I they let me. I'm in the thing. We are in where you can, like we can touch these people that yeah. are going to do this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everybody takes their fucking earplugs out, and I go, one one guy looks at me and he goes, "Well, fucking a," and I go, "What happened?" He goes lightning strike so i guess if lightning strikes eight miles in any direction from the track you have to stop it because people are sitting up in aluminum grandstands yep and so you have to wait a half hour and then every time lightning strikes another they reset half hour. it yeah yeah they reset the clock and so that took an hour and then uh we hear the crowd so now i'm like over we're over helping andy like 
he's he's the chef, so we're helping him like get his tents down and shit like that. And then all of a sudden, we hear the crowd cheer. And by the way, here's how dedicated these fans are. The the Mike, the God Mike person that's way up in the booth. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, we've just been issued a severe thunderstorm warning. So we ask that you grab your belongings and head to your car. And nobody left. They were just like, bitch, my car is 10 fucking miles away from here. I'm not heading to my car. So they just stayed up in these aluminum grandstands. It was incredible. So we hear them cheer and we're like, fuck yes, race is back on. So we head back over. And now people are kicking their hands again, doing pull-ups. I'm like, God damn, we are right back into this intense moment. And they pit. It was so fast. It was nine seconds. They got four four tires off of this car. And the guy, so they run around to the other side, jack it up, zip, zip, done, zip, zip, go around. I mean, I'm telling the story in longer time than it took. Wow. It was unbelievable. I had, I'd never seen anything like that. And so, you know, I've always kind of made fun of, oh, you like NASCAR? You like watching people take left turns? You know, all the things that people say. It is fucking rad. It was so cool. And then, um, yeah, like celebrities are there. It really was something else. And uh, I don't know that I'll ever watch a race on television. Sure. But I can tell you I would go back in a heartbeat because what – I really did think it was just these, you know, fucking Bo and Luke Duke just have a wrench in their pocket and they're they're doing the pit. It is these pit teams are unbelievable. I mean, they they're so athletic and so precise. It's crazy. It really it really was intense and I fucking I was there for it, man. It does make sense, I suppose. Because it's you know there's a lot of money involved. It's the it's a yeah. it's competition. It's at its highest level, so it would make sense that every aspect of the competition would evolve to its highest level. So sure. everybody who participates in every aspect of the activity to have them be the most elite human being who could possibly do yeah. that gives you an additional advantage. So I suppose that does make a ton of sense. Yeah, because so when this pit happened, because of the speed, they they gained three spots on the track. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can spend an entire race trying to pass someone, but you're basically going the same speed. So it is difficult. Yeah. But a lot of the um, gains happen in that pit. And it was, I mean, you got to have the best team. I, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't get to watch all of the pit stops, but I think we had to have been watching one of the best pit teams. I love it. I love all of it. And you know how people think we're probably going to end this episode with Tootsie Roll? Yeah. I've changed. We're not doing that. Uh, you know that band I love, Camp? Okay. They got a new album out. It's called Lavender Days. Oh. I love it so much. Okay. And there's a song called Believe right. that I love. So I'm going to play that. I'm going to play that. Suck it, Tootsie Roll. Congratulations on your new NASCAR fanship. Let's get up. Who, who is this? I want to know more about the team. I'm a big, I'm a big support. I don't like, uh, there's a, I have a, an independent soccer team that I root for. I have a, my favorite baseball team is the Charleston River Dogs. If we have human beings involved in an activity that I am not generally 
connected to, I will, uh, I'll get real into that. At least, sure. Well, the, being well a fan. yeah, this the, this was the Stuart Haas racing team. They have four cars, and the ones we were watching, the one we were watching in particular, was the fourteen car, the Mahindra tractor car. That's who. That's the main sponsor on that car. And it was first of all, thank you to that entire team, and thank you to this dude Eric who brought us around and showed us. I mean, taught us everything we'd ever wanted, didn't know we wanted to know about. Uh, just ab- about NASCAR, and then we, you know, we got to meet the drivers and stuff. It's it's really cool. They they treated us so well, and then, um, but yeah, that pit team they were so welcoming. And it's like, should we be standing back there? And they're like, no, don't worry about it. Just stay out of the way. And it's like, oh fuck, because I kept now picturing... you're worried about fucking up. Yes, if they're doing yeah. that fast, stay out of the way. That's a pretty heavy request. Yeah, I was worried like somehow the the drill or whatever that thing is that goes zit, zit, what I. I assume some sort of drill, but it's, I think I it's kept called thinking, the zit zit drill. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely. And the the hose, I kept thinking the hose was going to hook to me somehow <laughs> or something, and he wasn't going to be able to get to the back tire. I was because I mean a, a fraction of a second, right? You fuck everything up. Yes, absolutely. So it was awesome. So thanks to everybody that had a, and thanks to obviously Andy Combs and and Ashley who who hosted us, and it was it was really really awesome and. Um, had a, an absolute blast. Well, I think you got to go. And Yeah, uh, enjoy Bandcamp. It's not Bandcamp. They're a band called Camp. Go get their new album. It's called Lavender Days. You're going to love this song. I'm going to send it to you. You're going to love it. I got to go.
If you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.